Let's get into the Word of God. Open up your Bibles. Genesis chapter 12. Genesis chapter 12. We believe in the blessings of heaven. We believe in the blessings of God upon our life. And we teach on giving. We teach on tithes and offerings. And the reason why is because the only way to be blessed is to be a, to be a blessing. And so we want to show you the scriptures and allow you to hear the word and let your faith rise up so that you could follow God's word into divine prosperity, blessings, and increase. The Bible says the blessing of the Lord makes one rich and adds no sorrow. There are many things you can do in this world to get finances and prosperity, but they all bring sorrow. They all bring, you know, yes, you might make more money, but you lose your family. Or you might make more money, but you have no time for others. You might make more money, but you build absolutely nothing that benefits nobody. And that's not the blessing of the Lord. The blessing of the Lord makes one rich and adds no sorrow. This past week, we began to speak. We're going to be having a, a business person meeting, and we're going to invite all people that are in business. How many of you are in business? Awesome. Everyone that's in business, we want to invite you guys out. How many of you all want to be in business? Let me see your hands. Praise God. And it's going to be a meeting to, to help encourage and mentor and, and teach you the Word of God, how to do godly business. Amen. But in Genesis chapter 12, we hear of the promises that God made to Abraham that he was going to bless them. And these are your promises too because the Bible says because of Jesus Christ and our faith in him, we enter into the promises of the blessing, the, the blessing of Abraham. So the same blessings that God told Abraham that he was going to give him and that God gave Abraham are the same blessings that you enter into by faith. Amen? By faith. We do not see it, then we believe it. We hear it, and we accept it with our heart, and we believe it by faith, and then we will see it happen in Jesus' name. So hear this word in Genesis chapter 12, beginning verse 1. Now the Lord had said to Abram, Get out of your country, from your family, and from your father's house to a land that I will show you. I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great, and you shall be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and I will curse him who curses you, and in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Now, we have that on the screen. I want you guys to read it out loud because you need to know what God has made available to you. God was telling this to Abram, but Abraham, but God is also telling you, because of Jesus Christ, the blessing of the Lord are yours. Amen. So if you can read with me from verse one to three, now the Lord had said to Abram, get out of your country from your family and from your father's house to a land that I will show you. I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great and you shall be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you and I will curse him who curses you and in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Now the world will say that if you want to be blessed you have to work for it. You have to earn it. You have to sacrifice for it. You have to do whatever it takes to get what you want. 
But here, God says, I'm going to do the work for you. I will bless you. I will make your name great. Through you, all the nations will be blessed through you. That is not you doing the work. That's God doing the, doing the work through you. Amen? These hands are the hands of God because we yielded to the Holy Ghost. We've been bought with the price, the blood of Jesus Christ. And so this life is not our own because we live for the Lord. I don't live for myself. I don't work for Kevin Ortiz Incorporated. I work for Jesus, the Christ, the Son of the living God. Amen? That's who you work for. Say, I work for Jesus. Hallelujah. And trust me, Jesus pays well. He has an incredible retirement plan. Health plan? Oh, man, it's amazing. Hallelujah. How many of you know that Jesus pays well? Amen. So we yield ourselves to the Lord. We, we live for God. And God says he wants to do this for you. Amen. But what was the first thing he said? Get out of your country. You got to follow the Lord. Let me read a little bit more. In verse 4, let me read this to you. So Abram departed as the Lord had spoken to him. And Lot went with him, and Abram was 75 years old when he departed from Haran. Haran. Then Abram took Sarai, his wife, and Lot, his brother's son, and all their possessions that they had gathered and the people whom they had acquired at Haran, and they departed to go to the land of Canaan. So they came to the land of Canaan. Abram passed through the land to the place of Shechem, as far as the Terebith tree of Morah, and the Canaanites were then in the land. Then the Lord appeared to Abram and said, To your descendants I will give this land. And there he built an altar to the Lord who had appeared to him. The Lord put this word on my heart for you this morning on living in Canaan. Living in Canaan. The Bible says that God took them through that land where the Canaanites lived. He took them to Canaan. And then God said, this land right here, I'm going to give to your descendants. God gave them a promise that that land was going to be the promised land. That that land, when, when Moses led the, Egypt, led the Hebrew people out of Egypt, he took them to Canaan. And he, he took them to a land that God said, I'm, gonna, I'm taking you to a land that's flowing with milk and honey. I like to say, you know, to me that sounds like an incredible bowl of cereal. I mean, that land is, that's, that's incredible. But a land that's flowing with milk and honey. And the Bible says that when they got to the land, they sent the spies over to, to scout the land. They all came back with the same report regarding the land. They said, it's just like it was promised. A land flowing with milk and honey. I mean, they, they gathered, they gathered these, these grapes that were so big that one of the vines of the grapes, you know, the grapes were huge, just a grape were so huge. It took two people just to carry one of the, the, the vines of grapes on, on a stick. That's how big those grapes were. It was an overwhelming blessed land. 
And the, the, they went there and the scout said, it's just like God said it, but, but, the word, but they came back with a bad report and they said, but the people are too great. Understand this, that God was the one that was giving them the land, not their own strength and their, their armies were gonna take the land. No, God was gonna give them the land, they just needed to step out in faith and take the land. Amen? I wanted to share this with you because the Lord was speaking to me that we need to live in Canaan. We need to live in all the promises of God. Sometimes we go through some difficulties and we start looking at ourselves and think, I don't have enough education, there's not enough opportunities, I can never make it beyond, my, my, beyond where I've gone before. It seems like there's no hope of ever increasing or being prosperous or being a blessing for my family or for my children. And I want to let you know that that is a complete lie because what you see is temporary, but what you believe is eternal. If you begin to believe in the promises of God that he will bless you and make you a blessing and that the land that you live in now is your Canaan, your promised land, the land will produce prosperity for you. The land will prosper you. Amen. Canaan is a type and shadow of the kingdom of God. The Bible says in the kingdom is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Canaan is a type and shadow of the, of the kingdom of God. We are now living in the kingdom through Jesus Christ. This land has to bless you. This land has to prosper you. This land has to produce for you when you walk by faith and not by sight. If you're walking just according to the ways of the world, you're always going to be limited and someone will do better than you. But if you walk being led by the Holy Ghost, being inspired by the Spirit of God, letting God educate you and direct your steps into that promised land, you will lack no good thing. And the Bible says you will leave an inheritance for your children's children. Amen. The Bible says you will lend and will not borrow. The Bible says you'll be above and not beneath. The Bible says all nations will call you blessed. This is the promise of God for those that walk by faith and not by sight. You're not called to live a normal life. You're called to live a peculiar life. A life in the kingdom. A life where your identity is found in God. Amen. And so that's why all of us are always being stirred up to live by faith. No matter how hard we try. We, we set out in, to do things in our own strength and then we get to an end point and what, what, what happens? Well, I talk to the bank and the bank won't do it no more. I talk to my friends and they don't have any money to lend me. I talk to, to, to my aunt and she said, get out of my house. It, it, it always ends at, at that. There's, there's an end to it. But my question is, did you talk to God? Did you go to the Lord? Did you walk in the promise of God or are you doing it on your own strength? Did God take you there or did you take yourself there? Did you allow lust to bring you there and pride to bring you there and, and, and your own personal desire to bring there? Or did God tell you to get there? Did God tell you to do this? Did God tell you to, to be that? Because if you surrender and yield yourself to God, he is faithful to direct your steps and he will lead you to a promised land. The blessing of the Lord is to bless you and make you a blessing. The Bible says all nations will be blessed, blessed through you. And I want to encourage you, don't live a lesser life than that. 
Begin to begin to declare that God's blessings are upon your life. Begin to yield yourself to the Holy Ghost. Begin to spend time with God and say, Lord, what do you want me to do? I surrender. I surrender. But pastor, what if he doesn't talk, talk to me? Go for a walk. But what, pastor, what if I go for a walk and he doesn't talk to me? Show up again tomorrow. Show up again. Because your job is to follow the Holy Ghost. That is your job. Whether you have much or you have little, your number one job is to follow the Holy Ghost and his promises to you is that he will bless you and make you, an, make you a blessing. His promise to you is that he's going to take you into the promised land. Amen? Hallelujah. Say, I live in the kingdom of God. And the kingdom of God is not over there. It's not over there. The kingdom of God is in you. Hallelujah. You know, the, the, the beautiful thing about, about living in the kingdom of God, you know, you might look at somebody that has a, much, a lot of material and say, oh, they're, they're, look at all the wealth that they got. But really, they can't see the wealth that's on your life because it's all in the kingdom. They don't see how you were able to support and help and bless and give when someone was going through an issue because the Spirit of God told you to give. They don't see the people that were saved because you served the Lord in that area and how their lives were changed and how that oppression that was upon them was broken because they gave their life to Jesus Christ because you were faithful to live for the King. Amen? We have to walk by faith. Live by faith. Everything we do is by faith. Amen? Say, I live by faith. You know, I don't know, but I believe. And so I step out trusting God. Amen? Say, I live in the kingdom. And see, this promise is not just for you. It's for your children. It's for your children. How can your children live in the promise of God if you don't teach them? How can they experience the blessing of heaven if you don't raise them in the blessing of heaven? You have to understand that, that God's, you know, God will give you strength. He'll put his anointing upon you. He'll, he'll impact your, your life with his promises and his word. But if you don't take a step out and walk with him to receive the blessings of heaven, your kids will never be able to enter into their rightful inheritance that belong to them because of what Jesus Christ did for you and what Jesus Christ did for them. If you don't take that land, your kids will have to take that land. And I believe that you should go further. Like the, the children should go further than their parents. Amen. And so everything has to be about the kingdom. Don't tell me it's a good deal on earth. I want to know, is it God's deal in, in heaven? Is it the kingdom? Is it about God's business? Or am I just wasting my time trying to make some money and put food on my table? That's not the plan of God. The Bible says uh, that, that we're supposed to seek first the kingdom of God as righteousness and all those things, the food on the table will be added to your life. Amen? If you can't honor God, God can't honor you. And it starts with your giving. It starts with your faith. I wanted to say this to you because we... we we could lose a generation 
by causing them to live by the government and whatever man says is good for them instead of what the word of God says. If you live by what man or government says, you're always going to be limited and you're only going to grow as much as they allow you to grow. And at the end of it, governments will fall. Their word is, is, has no value. But if you live in the kingdom of God, there's no falling for you. There is no coming down for you. There is, there is the faithfulness of God that he'll bless you wherever you go. And that's why it's important for you parents to make sure your kids are at church. Make sure they see you living your faith out openly. If you don't pray openly, your kids will never pray openly. You are, you are preaching to them with your life more than I could preach to them. You bring them to church. We don't do the things that, that are of this world. We tell them, we don't do that. That's not of God. We don't do that. We are serving the Lord with all our hearts. Parents, prophesy over your kids. Begin to declare, you're a servant of the Most High God. You're a prophet to the nations. You'll be a pastor. You'll be a preacher. You'll be an anoint, someone anointed by the Holy Ghost to bring healing to those that are hurting. They might look at you, well, I always wanted to be a doctor. Well, you're going to be a healer in Jesus' name. You can heal with medicine, but you can also heal with the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Come on now. How many of y'all are sitting next to your, to your kids right now? Look at them and say, you're a preacher. You're going to be a preacher whether you like it or not. Hallelujah. <laughs> and so when they get involved in things that they shouldn't be getting involved, preachers don't do that. Guard your testimony. Amen. You're not representing yourself. You're representing the Lord. You're, you're, you're here to understand. We're only here for a short time. And we only have a season to change the world in our life. And then, then we get to be part of that great cloud of witnesses. You know, when people talk about, is this the end? Is this the end time? You know, they want, they want, they want me to tell them, oh, oh, don't worry. We got many years. Don't worry. Just live. I'm like, I don't know. Jesus might come tomorrow. Are you ready? You have to understand, I'm ready to be part of that cloud of witnesses. I, I, it's going to be cool up there, you know. I can't wait to be in that cloud of witnesses and say, go for it. Cecilia, go for it. Preach it. <laughs> I don't know if Jesus is coming tomorrow or he's coming a thousand years from now. I have no idea. Jesus even said, no one knows the time or the season. Amen. Except for the Father. But I'm going to live for heaven now. Look at your neighbor and say, you are spirit. You just live in a body, but you are spirit. How many of you have a house? Are you a house? Are you a house? No, you live in a house. How many of you have a body? Are you a body? No, you just live in a body. That's why we live for eternity in all that we do, in our life, in our giving, in our actions, in our works. It's all for Jesus. Amen? So we're not going to live in just material land. We're going to live in the kingdom of God. We're going we're gonna to dwell 
in the house of the Lord, amen? And the word of God promises us that if we will put him first, if we continue to reach out to him, walk by faith, and believe him, he, he will satisfy our mouth with good things, amen? I believe you're gonna be blessed in 2020 that before the end of the year, you're gonna have a lot of celebration because God has been so good to you, amen? Because we're gonna walk by faith and not by sight, amen? Say, I walk by faith and not by sight. We're not gonna be like those, those scouts that came back with a bad report. We're like grasshoppers, the, the people are too big. No, I'm not putting my eyes on the people, I'm putting my, my eyes upon God. I might not be able to do it in my strength, but with God, all things are possible, amen? And if he is with me and if he is for me, who could be against me, amen? Do y'all receive that word today? Can we give God praise? <laughs> Hallelujah. Let's go and prepare our tithes and offerings. If you need an envelope, there's an envelope in the front of your chair. If you'd like to give online, go to faithpleasesgod.com or fpgchurch.com, and you can give online there. Praise God. The church receives cash, gold, cars, stocks, bonds, oil, futures, firstborn children. Um, <laughs> hallelujah. Just do what the Lord tells you to do. Amen. Honor God and watch, how, watch what he'll do for you. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You know, over and over, they, they, the world, you know, they're... They come against this word. They want people just to accept their situation and die with no hope. I'm not called to live by the flesh. I'm called to live by the word of God. If they want to change what I preach, then you have to change the word. But you can't change the word because Jesus is the word. Amen. And they'll use other preachers and other religions to try to get us to compromise in our faith. They say, oh, you're a prosperity preacher. I'm definitely not a poverty preacher. And I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm a prosperity preacher. I'm, I'm a good news preacher. The gospel is prosperity. The gospel is eternal life. The gospel is the blessings of heaven, amen. Our Jesus is not dead, but he's alive, amen. Amen. 